You're listening to highlights from an episode of The Creative Process. To listen to the full interview or hear more about The Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. There's a, um, a part of me that feels like being slightly marginalized makes me hungrier. Well, I was 19, and it's kind of this bastardized glamour. My mother mm-hmm. was a drug addict, and there were yeah. pictures of high-end addiction, and not, most people aren't mm-hmm. used to seeing that. They're yeah. used to seeing you know, drug addicts on the street mm. with yeah. a needle in their arm or something, you know. Yeah, there's a glamour, or this, it can be for High addicts. High-end addiction, yeah. yeah. You, you took the photos, but is it, is it painful to take photos like that? Or? No, because I don't see what you see. I just see mom. Yeah. My brothers and I have no idea what you guys see. Yeah. How would we? Yeah, there's we a just look, why, why do people like these photos so much? Why are they so intense? Yeah. I have to try and mirror them and see them through other people's eyes. I never got it. Mm-hmm. We never got it. How would we? That's yeah. all we knew. But it, it is, I don't mean to say painful, but it is, it takes a, a, um, artistic courage to, to do things, to but share But I didn't life. know it was uh, even odd. Yeah. It was no courage whatsoever to share those. Well, I was the, shocked at the, at, the, yeah. uh, at the way people reacted. I say, yeah. wow, they go, oh my God, that's your mother? Like that, <laughs> and I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shame would, waves of shame would come over me. I wasn't about any, uh, I really didn't have a clue that, that, I mean, I grew up in South Florida. There were a lot of women that looked like my mother. Mm-hmm. Not, not as extreme, perhaps. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's interesting, though, there was a sense of the glamour, too. But I think that that's, um, so it's both things. So I see the contrast even in your work now. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a, a point can be made. I mean, mm-hmm. lots of people have made it. Kind of bastardized glamour. Well, you have some projects. You've had like billboard projects. You have the political. I don't know if you have some video. Collab- yeah, video. Yeah, and collaborations with other artists in different mediums. I'm not sure about everything. Um, I've done a lot of collaborations in the sense that I, I, I encourage artists. I get artists to collaborate with this uh, super pack that I have. Oh, okay. So that they will make an addition so that uh, we can sell it out mm-hmm. and, and, and use that money to contribute to progressive causes. Oh, okay. So those are collaborations in a way. Wow. And then, yeah, so you do an addition and then just generally progressive. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So what are some of those projects that have, what are some of the things that came out of that? Well, Richard Prince made a uh-huh. print wow. uh, that sold out, I don't know, in an afternoon. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he gave us two paintings. I mean, you know, there are a lot of really political artists. Yeah. Very clear. Now you're getting these real fascists too. Yeah. yeah. And like send her back people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just a real huge uh, hatred of something new, and you know maybe. Every hundred years, we have to fight fascism as a culture. Now it's the more globalized. And it's 
people afraid of change? Uh, I, and it's so impossible to go back to the past. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make. It's impossible. Sense. It never happens. Yeah. There is no. You know, there was an illusion anyway. Mm-hmm. You know. The sense of time. White America. It's never been white America. So this is a nation of immigrants. Yeah, and that's what makes it strong anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I think it gives this, us a good oh, energy. These, the, my generation has to die the fuck out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good epitaph. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, they're the ones that are uh, fueling this. Mm-hmm. Old white men. Yeah. The women are finally abandoning him, mm-hmm. you know? And 2020 is also the centenary of uh, suffrage as well, so it's a very, really important year. Yeah. And when you think of changes that have taken place, you know, looking back at that centenary year. Well, I think year, change is progress. You know, I welcome change. Mm-hmm. I welcome a multicultural country. Mm-hmm. I welcome when we're all a shade of brown. <laughs> you know, I think that's going to be great. Maybe we'll all get along a little better. And it's interesting, so you mentioned Marilyn Monroe and those kind of icons of beauty, which are really victims as well. Always. Yeah. And how would you define your icons of beauty, or not icons, but your well, versions. Well, I think are beautiful, nobody else does. Yeah. You know, that's what I've seen. Uh-huh. I mean, who today then you think are, like there, this could be women, men, or transgender, whatever, that you're like, that's a compelling version of beauty. Well, you know, it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. I think beauty is, uh, for me, what I find really beautiful is something fresh. Mm-hmm. Something I've never seen before. Or, you know, or the usual kittens and sunsets. Uh-huh. You know? But you're not going to paint those. No. <laughs> no, no because uh, I don't own it. I mean, I can't, I can't make anything fresh out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Whereas I can find things to make a fresh vision from. That's what mm-hmm. I'm interested in. Well, I don't really look for inspiration. I just let it come to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't stop working. Yeah. So work comes from work. So when I'm stuck, I just keep working and make terrible-looking things mm-hmm. until something else comes out of it. Right. That's uh, the creative process. Uh, um, work comes you, from work. You can't think yourself out of right action. You have to act yourself into right thinking. Uh, you can't sit there and smoke cigarettes and look at the wall waiting for inspiration. Yeah, that's true. It is a, it's a physical labor. It's a physical labor. You yeah. move a muscle, change a thought. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that is a very strange thing, too. As I think about this body shame thing or this this division, this is something we've talked about with other people, um, is that there has been this classical division between thought and the body or between as though... And, and then, they, Well, it's all yeah. only concerning women. Yeah. It's constantly about uh, policing women's bodies. Or slut shaming women, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what my work's about: is uh, women owning agency, any kind. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me really excited. Yeah. Having mm-hmm. agency, sexual agency, owning sexuality, not mm-hmm. being the object of it. So, speaking about children, you also teach at this the School of Visual Arts. Yeah. What are some of the things, I mean, what do you get from that exchange anyway? Oh, I love teaching. 
Yeah. I just watch, I, well, I'm good at it. Yeah. And um, I know it and uh -huh. I enjoy it. And I'm very good at helping people find their inner voice mm -hmm. and do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I get the exchanges. Um, it's a, it's a service position. I enjoy it. And mm -hmm. I watch people grow and change and develop. And mm -hmm. nothing's better than that. Yeah. What are the importance, what is the importance of the arts for you? Well, it's the only thing I could do. I wasn't accomplished at all in anything else. So it was like, I had not, I, it wasn't like I had a choice as whether I was going to be a lawyer or an artist or a doctor and an artist or a secretary and an artist. Mm -hmm. The only thing I could do was draw and make art. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have like any choices. Yeah. Does that make sense? It, it makes sense. It's, it's nice to have, as you say, that focus. Well, yes and, and no. I mean, yeah. I wasn't a good at anything. Yeah. Well, I think you could have been because... Not really. Uh, I didn't like think, oh, maybe I'll do this as a fallback career. Yeah. I had no fallback. I sort of knew I was going to finally get a voice. I always knew it. So I just listened to that inner voice. Just keep making it whether people like it or not. Well, I think that that's what makes your, your work powerful. You're not thinking on these two channels. It's, it's you. I have no choice. I don't know what else to do. You know, and as long as I can, you know, even if I didn't have, uh, you know, selling or making any money so I couldn't rent this space, I'd still be making art. Even if I was living in upstate New York, you know, and, and working in my bedroom. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.